0: everyone. Welcome back to another episode of our Yasha Ministries. Let's wrap podcast. I want you to rest assured today, no matter what it is that we're being faced with in this world today, I want you to know that you have a blessed assurance. You better know that God has not abandoned you and he is still in control. Have you ever fallen asleep and heard someone calling your name? And depending on what realm of sleep you were in, determine how quick or how easy you heard them calling you maybe you were not asleep at all and you heard them immediately and answered or maybe you were in a light sleep and they called you once and you heard them or maybe you were in a deep sleep and they had to call you several times before you were aroused or maybe just maybe you found yourself in REM sleep This stage is where you are so deeply asleep that they had to literally come to where you are and shake you in order to get you up. I want you to know today that God is shaking the world to wake us up. I am Elder Shanina Walker and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be covering this topic entitled, Wake Up, O Sleeper. Our scripture today is going to be coming from Romans, the 13th chapter beginning at the 11th verse. Let's read. I want to start with the 10th verse. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us, therefore, cast off works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light let us walk honestly as in day not in rioting and drunkenness not in chamberlain or wantonness not in strife and envy but put ye on the lord jesus christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof let's wrap about three months ago The Lord gave me this subject entitled, Wake Up. And everywhere I turned, I kept hearing, seeing the words, Wake Up, Wake Up. I tell you, when the Lord puts something in your spirit, there is no getting away from it. You must be obedient. So today, we're going to be covering this subject, Wake Up, O Sleeper. Now that the book of Romans was written by the Apostle Paul from the city of Corinth, shortly after he wrote the second Corinthians. We also know that Apostle Paul was writing this book predominantly to the Gentile audience. His main concern for writing the book of Romans was to educate the believers in the basic doctrine related to salvation and to help them understand the unbelief of the Jews and how they benefited from it. He also explained general principles of Christian life that he wanted them to comprehend, and most of all, put into practice. So as we begin to look at Romans the 13th chapter, we see that the apostle Paul is teaching the church about the power of love. He is letting them know that we should owe no man anything but loving one another. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. And that is in the eighth verse. We also see that in the 10th verse, and that's where we're going. He said, love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law. So in other words, the apostle Paul was saying, if you want to fulfill all of the commandments, they all hinge on this one thing, love. If you would just love one another, if you don't owe anybody anything but love, you will be okay. He said, love work is no ill to his neighbor. If I truly love you, all I wanna see is the best for you. So I should actually love you as I love myself. I should not wanna do anything to you that I wouldn't want done to me. So in other words, if I want somebody to look out for me, I should look out for you. If I want somebody to bless me, I should bless you. If I want somebody to be concerned about me, I should be concerned about you. For the Bible say, and if we do this by this, they shall know that you are my disciples, that you have love one for another. So this whole thing hinges on love. He went on to tell them that not only do you need to know that love fulfills the law, but also that you need to know what time it is. He said in the 11th verse, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to wake up, Out of sleep, when we look at what knowing means, knowing means having knowledge or awareness. The word of God lets us know that if we call on the name of the Lord, that he will show us great and mighty things that we know not. How many know that there are secret things in God? There are things that are unknown that God will begin to reveal to his people. He said, Knowing means having knowledge, awareness that is a secret or known to only a few people. So when you have knowledge of something, when something is known to you, it may have it may not be known to others. But the apostle Paul was saying, I want you to know, I want you to be aware that now it is high time to wake up out of your sleep. God began to give me this message, letting me know to tell my people it's time to wake up. It's high time to wake up out of your sleep. Now, when we look at what time means, time means set time, a proper season, an appointed time. We as believers or as prophets of God may have information or things that God has revealed to us, but it might not always be the time to share that. It may not always be the appointed time to get that across, but God has a set time. He has a proper season for all things. Solomon said, there's a season for everything under the sun. In other words, there's a proper time. There's an appointed time for things to take place. As I said before, in a previous podcast, The coronavirus took us by surprise. It didn't take God by surprise. God already know what was going to happen. He already know what's going on, but he also have a message for us today. He's saying in the 11th verse that now it is high time to wake up out of sleep. It's now time for his people that have fallen asleep to wake up. Now, when we begin to look up what wake up means, wake up means to be aroused from an inactive state and become aware of something. So for too long now, the body of Christ has fallen into an inactive state. We are no longer aware of things that are happening around us because we've fallen asleep. We've been lured to sleep by the ways of the world, by uh, prosperity, by money, by fame, by notoriety, by prestige. We've been lured off to sleep. But he's saying to us now as his people, it is now Time it is high time to wake up. It is now time for you to become aware that time is not long as it has been. Now, as I begin to look at that verse and I begin to study it, it said it is now high time to awake out of your sleep. So, if he's telling us to awake, that means at some point we have fallen asleep. When we look at the word to fall asleep, to fall asleep means to cease to pay attention, we have ceased. Been, we have ceased to pay attention to the things that's happening around us. We have taken our eyes off of God and put our eyes on the things of the world. The word tells us very clearly, he made it extremely clear to us that we are in the world, but not of the world. The problem is we have gotten so comfortable that we have been lured asleep by the ways of the world. My husband gave a comment the other day. He began to say that he heard someone else say that many of us want to go to heaven, but no, nobody want to die. So we are so comfortable with this world that we want to remain here. We don't, we, we fail to realize that this is not our home. We are indeed just travelers traveling through. We have to understand that we're living in this spiritual state having a natural experience, but we have it twisted. We think that we're natural having a spiritual experience. No, 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 boo. We are actually spiritual beings having a natural experience. At no point are we supposed to be living in the natural and trying daily to have a spiritual experience. The Bible tells us to walk in the spirit and we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So when we begin to look at this, he's implying that in order for us to wake up at some point, his people, his bride, the children have fallen asleep. Fall asleep again means cease to pay attention we have lost our attention. Our attention should be on God, the things of God. It says, set your affection on things above and not on things of this earth where moths can come in and rust can corrupt. We've put too much stock and too much attention and too much time into trying to building up things here on this earth, trying to put gold away, trying to put treasures away. No, set your affection on things above. We have to be so ever careful about the things that we desire about where we put our treasure because the Bible tells us that where your treasure is there, will your heart be also that thing that you're treasuring the most, that that's the thing you're giving your heart to no matter whether it's your job, no matter whether it's money, no matter whether it's a family member, it's your spouse, your children, no matter what it is, where your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. God wants that spot reserved for him. He wants to be the treasure of our heart. He wants our heart to be turned towards Him and not on things. So the Apostle Paul was saying to the church, it's time to know what time it is. And it's high time that you wake up out of your sleep. Now, when we begin to look at what sleep means, sleep means full unconsciousness. There are many passages in the Bible where differentiate the difference between sleep and slumber. When we look at slumber, slumber means Partial unconsciousness, so it's a difference between between being totally sleep to slumbering, partially unconscious. Uh, but what I found out throughout my research is that there are five rims or five stages of sleep that we enter into as people in the natural. Let's wrap about the five stages of sleep. Not only will we look at the five stages of sleep, but we're also going to contrast them to what it looks like in the spirit realm when we find ourselves falling into these five stages. So as I begin to look at this, I found out that there's a stage zero. Stage zero would be when we're fully awake. We are roused. We are aware of what's happening. We are alert. We're on guard. When we look at this thing through our spiritual eyes, it means that you're praying, you're standing before God, you're fasting, you're worshiping him, you're walking in obedience. You are doing everything that you know how to do. So what, what does that mean? That means you are spiritually awake. You have your ears open toward God. You have your eyes open towards the spirit. You have your heart open to receive whatever it is the Lord is saying to you. You're open. You're thirsty. You're panting after Him like a deer panting after the water brook. You are awake. You are fully awake to the things of God. You're fully awake to the spiritual realm. You understand that though you reside in this physical body, that though you walk in the flesh, that your war is not against the flesh, but you understand that we're warring against spiritual wickedness in high places, against principalities, against powers of darkness and wickedness. You understand that the weapons of your warfare, they're not kernel, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You understand all this. You awake to the spirit realm. You awake to God and the things of God. You're paying close attention. You're fully aware and conscious of what it is God is asking and calling you to do. Your ear is open to your next assignment from the Lord. Then we find out when we are dealing with sleep and we're talking about sleep in the natural realm, there's another stage of sleep. There is stage one and stage two. Stage one and stage two is a light sleep. Now the light sleep initiates your sleep cycle and it acts as a transition to a deeper sleep stage. During this stage, your muscles begin to relax. Your heart uh, rate begins to slow down and, and you may wake up very easily. At the slightest call of your name, it's not hard to be aroused out of your sleep. Why? Because you're not fully asleep. You're not fully unconscious, but you're slumbering. You're in a partial sleep. So when someone calls your name, you can hear them. How does that look for us in the spiritual realm? What that looks like in the spiritual realm is that when God calls our name, we can still hear his call. He said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. So we're continuing to hear his voice because we haven't drifted all so far from the shepherd that we can't hear his call, but there is a time and a place where we can drift so far away from the shepherd that we can no longer hear his voice. And just like in the natural, it tells us that one of the effects of stage one and two sleep is that the muscles begin to relax and they may jerk. So in the spirit realm, we begin to relax. We begin to let our guard down. We we fail to do the things that we used to do for the glory of God. And it's only until we experience a jerk in our body or our muscles, or we experience a jerk from the spirit of the Lord that we begin to get ourselves back on track, but we begin to relax. Um, you decide that it doesn't take all this You decide that I don't have to study as much. I don't have to pray as much. You decided that I can just relax. It's okay if I have a good time every now and then. I'm still saved, but I can just go back and repent. Well, the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. We have to understand that when we get to this point of uh, stage one and two, where we're slumbering, we are in a partial sleep state. Another one of the effects was that our respiratory system slows down and our heart rate decreases. Now they got to beg you to pray. Now somebody got to beg you to get up and sing a song. Now they got to push you and pry you to get you to get up and testify. You begin to slow down on the things that you used to find passion for. Now your church service attendance has decreased. Not only that, but it says your body temperature dropped. You're going to the pastor telling them that the Lord told you it's time for you to let this committee go. It's time for me to not be a usher no more. I feel like the Lord is leading me here or the Lord is leading me there. We got to understand that this is what happens when you're in stage one and two sleep realm. You no longer believe like you used to. You don't trust God like you used to. Your faith has become weak. You're no longer t- hearing the when when the Holy Spirit began to convict you. Instead of you taking and responding to that conviction, you turn your heart away from that. You decide that you're gonna do what you wanna do anyway. And this is what happens to us as spiritual believers when we find ourselves falling into a light sleep or into a slumber. However, what I found interesting about stage one and two, that even though you're drifting off into a slumber, you're easily awakened. All you gotta do is you hear the word and immediately you are convicted and you are awakened by the word of God. But at the same time, you have to be extremely careful about this sleep stage one and two, because if you fail to stay in a relationship with God and continue hearing the word of God, that light sleep will lead you into stage three and four which is a more deeper sleep. So the best way to avoid going into a deep sleep is never let ourselves get so comfortable until we find ourselves in a light sleep. In other words, what am I saying? Stay woke because the light sleep is gonna eventually lead you over to a deep sleep. Stages three and four. Now, deep sleep focuses on your body. It is the most rejuvenating and restorative sleep stage. It promotes muscle growth and repair as well as waste removal in the brain. In this stage, you have difficulty waking up and you are disoriented or groggy if awoken. Study shows that during this sleep, you can expect the following. The blood pressure drops, the blood flow increases to the muscles, repaired hormones are released, tissue growth and cell repair occurs, long, slow brain waves, the brain flushes out waste. What does that look like? Likewise, in the spirit realm, it is dangerous because the longer you sleep to the things of God, the more the body and the flesh is rejuvenated. In other words, the stronger the flesh becomes, the more you feed it, the more it's restored. In this stage of the spiritual sleep, when we're asleep in the spirit realm, you are no longer walking in the spirit, but you're fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And unlike in the natural sleep, instead of growth and repair, And as well as removing waste from the brain, what actually happens is we begin to be contaminated by the ways of the world. We begin to be conformed instead of transformed by the renewing of our mind It is in this stage that it is more difficult to wake up. Studies say that you are more disoriented. You're more groggy if you're woken up. So you're not yourself. You're disoriented to the things of God now. Now all you're thinking about is things of the world, the pleasures of a season. Not only that, you're not hearing God's voice as clear and as quick as you were when you were in a light sleep. Why? Because you've been lured into a more deeper sleep. So it's more difficult for you to be awakened. No matter how much someone try to get your attention, no matter how much people pray for you, no matter how much they talk to you, you're in a deep sleep and it's harder to wake up. Why do I say it's more difficult to wake up? Because now your thinking is all jacked up. You're making unwise choices. You're being led by the flesh. Instead of leaning on God, you're leaning on your own understanding. Instead of seeking the will of God, you're seeking out your own desires and your own pleasures. Even worse, you're about to fall into an even deeper sleep, which is REM sleep. Now, what I found out about REM sleep, REM sleep is essential to re-energizing the mind. REM is also associated with dreaming, memory consolidation, learning, problem solving. The time spent in this sleep stage usually decreases with age. Some of the effects of the REM sleep is respiratory increase, heart rate increase, temperature regulation is switched off. Brain activity is high. Vivid dreams may occur. Body becomes immobile to stop you from acting out dreams. Blood flow increases in the genitals. So what am I saying? You've been totally lured off to sleep now. You're no longer learning about the things of God. You don't want nothing to do with God. You're falling. You're in a backsliding condition. You're now self sufficient, doing your own thing, you're trying to solve your own problems, you're chasing after your own dreams, your own visions and have abandoned those things that once was the will of God for your life. Instead, you've turned over to your own selfish ambitions. You're you, you used to be concerned about saving souls, about uh meeting people's needs. Now it's all about you. Remember one of the effects of REM sleep was your temperature regulation is switched off. Well, spiritually, how does this look for us as believers? Your temperature regulation for being able to make wise decisions and discerning good and evil has been turned off. You're now calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. Another effect of REM sleep was that your brain activity is high. You have vivid dreams that may occur. Spiritually, you don't have no peace. Your imagination has taken over. It's impossible for you to cast down imagination. You're finding yourself not even being able to sleep at night. You're up tossing and turning all night long. Your imagination has taken over. It's impossible for you now to cast down imagination and all those things are beginning to exalt themselves in your life. You start formulating your own mind. Worst case scenarios. And finally, the effects of REM sleep is that the body becomes immobile and stop you from acting out dreams altogether. In other words, that thing that you desire to do, you can no longer do. And that what you don't want to do, you find yourself doing. The apostle Paul summed it up best because we know that evil is always present. He said, I find myself doing those things that I don't want to do. I have now become immobile to my body. The things in your mind has, is holding you hostage for the things that you know that you you need to do for God. So we stop doing that thing, which is right. And we begin to do things that are wrong. You find it difficult to stop acting out on those sinful impulses because you're now in need of deliverance from the REM sleep. You're now in need of deliverance. It's time for you to wake up church. When you are in REM sleep, someone has to call your name loudly. And there are times even when people call your name, you're still not awakened out of this sleep. It is at that time that they have to come up to you personally and they have to begin to shake you out of this stage of sleep. Well, i stop by to tell you today that God is calling us by name. He is shaking the world today. But most importantly, he is shaking the body of Christ to let his bride know that he's soon to come. It's time to wake up, O sleeper. Lift up your head, ye gate. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? He is Jesus Christ, the Lord great and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. We better be ready. I just want you to know today, church, that it's time for the bride of Christ to wake up. Wake up, O you sleeper. Will he find you ready or will he find you asleep? Will you have all in your lamp? when he returns, let's pray. Maybe there's someone listening to me today that has not yet accepted the Lord as your personal savior. Now would be the time to do so. So repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that you are Lord. God, I acknowledge that you died on the cross for my sins. You rose again on the third day with all power in your hand. So God, I ask that you will forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Creating me a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit. God, I accept you as my personal savior. I acknowledge that you are Lord and besides you, there's none other. God, I thank you for saving me. If you repeated those words after me today, you are saved. Go find someone and make your confession known. Now, Father God, we thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. We thank you for those in faraway countries, those here in the United States. God, we know that you are our refuge and our fortress. Lord, we thank you for covering us, Father. We thank you that you said in your word, if we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We thank you today for being the Almighty God, knowing that you are in control of all things and our life is in your hand. Lord, we surrender all to you today. God, we humble ourselves. We ask that you would heal our land today, Father. God, we seek your face. We praise you. We lift you up. We exalt you for who you are, the great and mighty God, Yahweh, the great I am, El Shaddai. Lord, we just love you. We praise you and we bless you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to thank each and every one of you for being with me today and listening to part one of this series. We want you to come back on next week for the conclusion of this dynamic series entitled Wake Up, O Sleeper. As always, I want to take this time to thank each and every one of our listeners who think it not robbery to take times out of your lives to listen to our Let's Wrap podcast. We want you to go to Facebook and be a part of our Facebook family. So please go to Facebook, click on Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. And if you have not done so, Please go to Facebook and find our group page, which is Let's Wrap Relationships. There are times we come on with live videos about relationships. We want you to be a part of all that we have to offer. We do drawings from time to time when we reach a plateau on the podcast, where we give away gifts, cash, money, whatever the Lord lays on our heart, we want to be a blessing to our listeners. So please continue to listen, like, comment, and share this podcast as always. I love you, Elder Walker love you, but God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.